Welcome to the Jenna and Tosh Show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And today we have two guests coming to us uh, to share with you some wisdom and some fun. And it's, uh, it's one of those weeks where I'm actually very glad that we are doing this through Zoom and that we are in a bit of a COVID hotspot phase again, because it gives us the opportunity to do very fun Zoom calls with people who aren't local. Because usually we're in the studio, we try to keep our guests uh, being able to come into studio with us. But since we have to do this from home anyway, Tosh, we've invited a few people along today. Yeah, I actually thought you were going to say because you didn't want to be outside building these snow sculptures. (laughs) (laughs) But we are going to talk about snow sculptures. And I have to say, I went outside to build snow sculptures and it was really fun. So uh, we're going to start by introducing our guest today. We have Charles McDougall with us and we have Matt Morris as well. And uh, Charles, why don't you start us off a little bit about why we are talking about snow sculptures today? Sure. So we're talking about snow sculptures because we are on the cusp of the start of the Riverview Winter Carnival. So Riverview Winter Carnival, um, which is a, a celebration during the winter for Riverview residents, uh, has been... Uh, inviting people to to get outside, to get active, to get their toes a little cold, but you know to to have some fun uh, since 1975. So this year, uh, with the COVID restrictions, it's definitely going to look a lot different than it has in previous years. But uh, we've made sure uh, here at the town, in partnership with uh, all our community partners, uh, to present some events safely some virtually, and many that you can do at home, including this uh, snow sculpture challenge. Which is, I, I just, the first time you guys told me about this, literally, I was like vibrating. I was so excited about it. And Good. anyone who knows me, like you guys at the town do now know, I am not your typical winter outdoorsy person. So for me to get excited about a winter activity means that you guys are killing it already. Yeah. And this one Good. in particular is because you brought Matt on board. So Matt, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Well, hi there. It's so great to spend some time with you all. Um, I've been I've been doing snow sculptures on our front lawn in Waterloo, Ontario, for about nine years, and uh, one of my big learnings was the wonders of non-packing snow. Like we all wait for packing snow, and we get out and get excited and roll a snowman or a snow person, but I've realized in recent years that non-packing snow is actually more fun if you can if you can believe that. So I've and with COVID coming around, last summer I said, man, I've got to figure out a way to share this knowledge with people because it might give them some more fun with this long winter that we're all going through here. It's not just a long winter, it's a COVID winter. So I put together a little program and a, a, a virtual snow sculpting club online and, and got the word out. And, and I've, I've made a whole bunch of, if you can see these, I've made the pounders, I guess the podcast can't see them, but I designed this little quarter pounder because it fits a quarter of the size of a pail and you pound the snow into a standard five gallon pail, flip it upside down, take the pail off, let it center. There's a new word. Let it center or bond for about two hours, depending on how cold it is, and then go ahead and build with it or carve it. And it's an absolutely beautiful carve. And uh, so the, the idea has taken off and there's people in many cities now realizing the potential of this this new way of doing things and it's been really fun to see all the little sculptures uh, appear online that people are making 
So if people are watching um, this right now, if you're watching the TV version, you can see a gnome that you've created in the background. How tall is that gnome? The gnome in, in the background, that one's about 10 feet. And, and there's almost a mistake. I was trying to do something on my lawn and it all fell apart. So I said, what, what should I build? And my wife said, well, I think gnomes are good or big. And so I said, oh, okay, I'll make a gnome. As soon as I made this 10 foot gnome, I got so much feedback. People apparently love gnomes. And yeah, here's, here's a little plasticine version. If that shows up, oh, if the, the screen's going funny on it. But uh, anyway, so as soon as I carved it, I realized, my goodness, it's an easy carve. And so I rushed out to my backyard the very next day, made a video that's, that's posted online. And very quickly, you can watch the video or read the written instructions I've put up recently on how to make a gnome. And uh, that very same day, people started going out and making these little gnomes. And, and it's just been a blast because people love gnomes and they're easy to carve. They are. I'm, I'm going to say, we have a couple on our lawn now. Right and on. I'm very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Although I, I got to say, it, it took me a couple tries to get like the brim of the hat to look the way I actually wanted it. That was the trickiest part for me. And Charles, I know you've made some too, haven't you? Yes, so here at the recreation department for the town, yeah, we've done a few tests, we've made a few. Uh, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. And I think what's really great about uh, having you, Matt Morris, uh, as a Canadian community snow sculptor, just putting out all your ideas and all your tips and all your tutorials, really, it, it just makes uh, snow sculpting so accessible accessible in the ways that people can reference your website and your social media uh, to, to look for uh, guidance, accessible in the way that you don't need packing snow, that uh, just with a few simple tools, we can use uh, the snow that we have outside, whatever it is, uh, and accessible in the way that uh, this is something that we can do uh, while distancing, this is something we can do uh, you know, in our family bubble, in our household bubble. Uh, so, I, I'm really glad to hear Jenna on your end that you got excited that uh, you know you're not usually someone who's <laughs> gung ho about winter and that you were excited about this. That's exactly what we'd like to see uh, in Riverview is people excited about this snow sculpture challenge because of how accessible it is and just because of how much uh, communications tools and actual tools that we're able to offer at the town. Well, yes, you guys are going to to have some of these kits available for town residents who want to get in on the the snow sculpting action, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, even though it's very possible to, to make snow sculpting uh, with tools that you have at home, so you can use a bucket or another type of container that you have at home, uh, you can use uh, something to tamp down the snow, such as a second bucket or a garden hoe or a flower pot. Um, but uh, for the people who do want kind of the, the, the professional kit, uh, we are giving out to Riverview residents uh, a kit uh, that we are going to deliver in a contactless way uh, across town. Uh, so people can sign up uh, for that kit. And for those who are on TV, I have an example just here. So there's a bucket, a five gallon bucket uh, that we're giving uh, from uh, cr courtesy of our sponsor, Home Hardware. And then we've also made uh, these quarter pounders uh, and we've painted them and we've branded them with a Riverview Winter Carnival so that people can tamp down the snow in this bucket. And then once you have your bucket and your tamp down snow and you flip it over, like Matt said, uh, then all you need is a, is a utensil from home to start carving and you can stack those, those snow things. So to get your uh, snow uh, sculpting kit, 
uh, you can go on the Town of Riverview website at www.townofriverview.ca slash snow challenge. And you'll see uh, the form. You just need to enter a couple of things so that we will deliver that kit to you. And when, uh, when Charles does the challenge start, when does Winter Carnival kick off and all that fun stuff? Yeah, so Winter Carnival is a 10-day festival. Uh, so this year it's going from February 5th to February 14th, so two weekends in a week. Uh, and the Snow Sculpture Challenge is going to be the first weekend, so from February 5th to February 7th. So February uh, 5th, which is the Friday, that's the day where we take all of the people who requested those snow sculpture kits and we're going to deliver them contactlessly uh, at your door. Uh, and we're inviting people to get out that weekend and make their snow sculptures. And then that Monday, uh, that's when uh, the categories uh, that we have uh, are going to be judged or we're going to have our, our, our draw for the different prizes that we have. So that's that's the timing, that first weekend, February 5th to 7th. So you've got time to practice is really <laughs> what I was going to yeah. I would suggest that you do. <laughs> Because the first few you make, you might not love. That's that was our experience. <laughs> but like like Charles said, and like Matt, you you talk about when you do your videos, like it, it's fantastic to have that that bucket and the quarter pounder. But if you know, for us, we're a family of five. Having one bucket and quarter pounder, well, that was just not quite cutting it. <laughs> no one wanted to wait long enough for their turn. Although everyone wanted a turn. But yeah, we took a garbage can and a shovel, and then our hands, and it worked just fine. Um, cause like you said, this is, this is so accessible. It's so fantastic. I, and it just, it, it really does blow your mind. I think once you pack that snow in, even if it's that crunchy old snow, that's been out there for days, when you push it together and then you turn it and you let it sit, you're like, how did that work? It totally works. <laughs> it is a totally new thing. Like we're in Canada. We think we own snow and yet the using non-packing snow, it's like, what? And yet uh, I saw Charles's uh, test out back behind the, uh, the office building. And that was a good looking gnome, Charles. And, you know, I just have to squeeze in here. Uh, Charles obviously is a leader and, and Ash Aerosmith has also, he's the one that reached out to me. And then you had your Kodiak Woodworking Guild making all those pounders. Like from standing out here in Waterloo, looking at what Riverview is doing, it's, you got an amazing team down there building community. And uh, the more people that get out there uh, using the pounder, and I think Charles, you have quite a few, so don't hold back people. But if you by chance don't get one, get one or have a big family, yes, use your mittens and you'll be able to pack that snow in. I will squeak in also that when you pop that pail upside down, you can take it off right away. Just don't touch that tower for a couple of hours. Let it really bond together before you play with it. Okay. Yeah, that was a part that we were like, my husband was like, really, really? Do we take it off right away? We don't leave it in the container. Because <laughs> like, you want to nope, make more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's what we did. We went out on a Friday afternoon after school and we made, I think, almost a dozen right <laughs> and on. left them out overnight. And so then Saturday morning, we went back out and we, we made our maquettes, which was, those were the two words my family learned, thanks to Matt Morris, was <laughs> centering and maquettes. Yeah. And we took our little models, our maquettes, and we went out and we went at it and we tried a couple different of the designs that you have on your site and uh man it was fun and it was just fantastic to see how just following your instructions you were like oh my gosh you really can do this absolutely that's the message people who hate winter and cold feet will you know dress warmly get out there give this a try because i think you might be uh, a little surprised at the fun you might have out there 
It is so, addictive though. I should warn you. It's addictive. Yeah. <laughs> what, what got you started, Matt? Like, are you like, are you a designer by trade where your kids like, just get out of the house, dad, we've got to do something <laughs> like what started this? I've loved snow all my life. I worked in business for many years and then switched to teaching. So definitely this has been a, a bit of a lesson plan in retirement as I'm retired now. But the specific trigger was my wife and I were in a museum and we saw a gigantic moai from the island of Rapa Nui, sometimes known as Easter Island. And I said, you know what? I think we could make one of those on our snowbank back home. And we did the next winter by rolling gigantic snowballs, but it was just too hard in the back. And I started looking for a better way to do it. So now I've got a method that allows me to build these eight or 10 foot tall structures. Cool. So that was, I asked my family, because I think I mentioned this to you, Matt, before we started, um, my children were mad that they weren't home today to interview themselves. <laughs> well, um, and so they had, they had two particular questions okay. that I was supposed to ask. So first was, how do you get those huge towers of snow like you have on your front lawn to do the no? Uh, it's, I created the that idea about three years ago. It's basically four by eight sheets of three millimeter HDPE, which is plastic. Think of the stuff on the side of hockey rinks sometimes. And I have them rip it down the middle. So now I've got a two by eight foot sheet. Think of a really thick, long, crazy carpet. I then put those in hoops and then up I go. So I usually go three or four levels high and, and, and then I ratchet strap them together and I pound the snow into that, but I still have to let it center for a couple of hours. Interesting. So do you just use your like quarter pounder to do that? Actually, no, <laughs> I, I kind of envision you trying to do this. The quarter pounder <laughs> is the QP 7,000 and the 7,000 part is because it's the seventh pounder of design for my big form. I use the SP 5,000 which is the fifth fifth pounder I designed. I love this so much. Also, you're making me wicked hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't get a so, cease and desist from the yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with the QP. I think we're safe yeah. with that, right? <laughs> um, Okay, so the, the other question was, how do you manage to get them to stack on each other? So if you do the, the, you know, the home hardware bucket and you have two of them, how do you manage to get them on top of each other without ruining? Very, impo very important, very important question. And the answer to that, which I'll answer uh, that and other common questions are in my frequently asked questions page. I just put up on my website, but that's a key question. So first up, as you lift it, try and flip it upside down because now you have two beautiful surfaces that will meet nicely together. So flipping it upside down as you lift it. Now, what if it's stuck on the ground though? You can take an old saw and saw it basically off the ground. But if you don't have a saw, then you can carefully take a shovel and just slowly jab in around, go around the entire thing until you feel it release. Then you'll be able to lift it up. When I place it on, depending on snow conditions, if it's slightly uh, more moist snow, I'll just sort of place it on. But if it's very dry snow, which you might have for your festival, I might even just drop it a quarter of an inch just to let it seat a little bit on top of the one before or on the ground. Okay. Because yeah, that, that's one part we haven't quite perfected yet. We, we tried a bit and we're like, mm. okay. But even just one, even well, but yeah. And like you said, like the snow was not, wasn't great. And there was also, you know, three children yes. sharing now the their other, ideas. <laughs> here's the other one. If you get fresh snow for your event, as you shovel, I would suggest that you uh, try and stay above the crusty snow underneath. 
Like don't go shoveling all that chunky snow. Try and get the fluffy stuff on top. It sounds counterintuitive, but the fluffy stuff on top into the pail and then packed will give you the best tower, which will then be easier to lift. Interesting. Good point. And I did, I checked the weather forecast this morning and right now the long range forecast shows snow starting, I can't remember if it's Tuesday or Wednesday before winter carnival weekend. Perfect. So there should That's be perfect. some fresh snow just in time for this, which is going to be like, I just, I keep envisioning the town of Riverview filled with these little gnomes that are like the ones out of my lawn right now. And it's going to look amazing. I cannot wait for everyone to start doing this. Can't wait to see the pictures. Yeah, no, I can imagine. So is this something, Matt, that, that you've had other towns reach out to you to do, or is it just our amazing Riverview coming to you first and being like, look it, we're going to do this challenge because you're wicked cool and we want you to be a part of our, of our town. Well, Riverview is a special place. I'll tell you, especially with all those pounders Charles and the team have made, but uh, Penetanguishene is a town in Ontario with the longest running uh, winter festival in Ontario. Uh, they're doing they're doing a bunch of my videos from YouTube and Eli Minnesota is also now jumped on board and uh, but we do have members of the club which is on my website it's all free by the way uh, the members of my club from all over Canada and a few in Philadelphia and I've even got a couple in Alaska that have joined our club. Wow! Fun fact: I was born in Penetang Machine. So <laughs> oh, okay, so you know Winterama. I do know Winterama. That's right. Been to it many times. Uh, okay, so you keep referencing uh, your website, and I think it's really important that people get a chance to check it out because it sounds like it is full of a ton of information. So I want to give you a chance to uh, get people over there as quickly as possible before we rip up, wrap up the show today. Yes, the I've got social media on all platforms, but the one easy way to get to everything you need is go to the search engine and type. Snowbank Productions, one word, Snowbank Productions, and that will get you everything you need. The club, the link to the uh, YouTube videos, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you, whatever interests you. Perfect. And Charles, for people that want to take part in the competition, you want to remind people yes. how to find that information and the rest of the Winter Carnival information. Yes. So, um, I'll just say Winter Carnival first. So for all of the Winter Carnival information, you can go to riverviewwintercarnival.ca uh, and you'll find our uh, scheduled events right there. Uh, and for more information, which includes the different categories we have, depending on kind of what your comfort level is or depending on what prizes you want, we have so many prizes. Uh, so for that full price list, uh, for um, how to get a snow sculpting kit, uh, and for how to send in your picture of your snow sculpture so that we can judge it and that we can enter you in the contest, that is all found at townofriverview.ca slash snow challenge. It's all there for you. What, what's the prizing? <laughs> that, yeah, there's, <laughs> and oh, some, yes, of, them, some of them are based yes. on your talent and some of them are just based on participation because you guys are the best at making sure everything is accessible for everyone. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so very quickly, there's three categories. Um, the first category is the Gnome Snow Sculpture Challenge. So it's a very introductory um, challenge where people who just want to kind of try it out uh, and want to follow a video, a tutorial that we have online, uh, that's there. And anyone who enters that, that category uh, is in the list for prizes. So it's going to be a, a random draw. There's the category Community Snow Sculpture Challenge. Uh, which uh, is uh, wanting to branch out a little bit, wanting to uh, create sculptures uh, of your, of your, that come from your ideas. So it doesn't need to be a gnome, it can be anything. 
but that too is also random draw. So it's more uh, for the participation, it's more to have fun. But for those who really want to use their skill, who really want to spend a lot of time perfecting their snow sculpture and really have something to show off, <laughs> competitive <laughs> is a good way to put it. Uh, we do have our creative snow sculpture challenge, the third category, which is going to be judged by a panel of community judges. Uh, and some prizes, I mean, there's a bunch of uh, secondary prizes for uh, gift cards for local businesses here, but the three top prizes uh, per category are um, uh, season passes to Magic Mountain for when we are gonna be in the summertime. Uh, it's gonna be a take your bubble to dinner at uh, Five Bridges Bar and Grill, a beloved restaurant here in Riverview, uh, and also really fun, uh, a, a weekend winter getaway to Alma uh, with a heated yurt uh, rental and snowshoe rentals uh, for those who want to uh, get outside before winter ends. Oh man, I got to get my bucket and my quarter pounder. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> because you have a perfect lawn. You, I, you're, can you imagine your whole lawn yeah. full of gnomes, Tosh? You've got this beautiful big lawn that yeah. you just be covered in them. I could build a fortress. It. it would be super cool. Um, <laughs> an army. An army, Tosh's yeah. Army. Yeah, my army of gnomes. Matt, though, quick question. Have you tried this with sand? Uh, just a little bit, but I, I'm hooked on snow. It's all about snow for me. <laughs> but I it could be like done to sand. Yeah, I can't even, I don't know how people carve sand. I just don't get it. I can't even flip a bucket, you know, like to make the but sand castle. I think castle. it's the sintering. You have to, you have to learn how to sinter. Go watch Matt's video. Right I'm going to have to. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> yeah. pretty sure that's the key to everything now. Yeah, that's there you the go. key to life. There it is. <laughs> it is. It is. My kids can't stop saying the word. <laughs> We love it. <laughs> Thank you, Matt, so much for joining us and for sharing all of this that you've come up with and put out there for the world to, to just join in is, is so fantastic. I think it was Charles who, uh, who described you to me as the Mr. Dress Up of winter. <laughs> and uh, it, it is, it is totally apt. It is, it is just so fun to watch your videos and to have like my whole family gathered around watching. Oh, how did you do that? Oh, we could do that. It's just <laughs> so fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Well, that hey, it's, it's been a blast working with your community, and I wish you, everyone, a, a real success out there. And get out, everybody, and, and give this a try and have some fun. Hopefully, when we are past COVID, we can bring you out here and uh, and you can see all the places we've been talking about. Hey, my stepdaughter <laughs> is, uh, is is in Moncton, and uh, I get down there quite regularly. So I'm looking forward to coming over to Riverview and checking it out. Perfect. So you have a pretty good idea. Excellent. Okay, we Jenna and I want to thank everybody for being a part of the show today, watching and listening to the show. And remember, if you like what you're seeing, don't forget to leave us a review.